Chris, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm a little under the weather. Almost messed up the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Business Building Blocks. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah, so today's a wonderful day. We are still kicking off the new year. and Yeah, we, yeah so we want to talk about... I'm, I'm excited because... You know, the new year is potential. It's a potential. It's an opportunity for us to do something, to build. But it's, it's only opportunity. Now, we have to take advantage of this opportunity. So, you know, you can't expect an output unless there's an input. And the input is the investment. You don't sit around waiting on a mystery to be successful in business or in life, sit around waiting for something to happen. We have to be the agent that makes, we have to be the cause of the effect. We have to make it happen. We have to cause it to happen. You know, so we talk about on this show building businesses. That's what the Business Building Blocks podcast is centered around, entrepreneurship, and it's expanding our existing businesses. And particularly, we are concerned with our community because we believe that the black community has the greatest need for economic development. So that being said, let's look at history. Uh, this nation, because we know this nation was established on slavery. But if we think about the financial sector, we think about New York City, and we think about Wall Street, Stocks, the uh, stock market, stocks and bonds. Okay, slavery and Wall Street used to be a place where they auctioned off slaves. So the original stocks and bonds, stock, livestock, bonds, human bondage, human beings and bondage, that's slavery. We were livestock. So the original stocks and bonds, us. Wow. We 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 are the the basis for this capitalist economy that we're living in. The basis of it. They talk about the founding fathers. The founding father was slave owners, slave masters, you know, and we were the key to their wealth. Okay? So, and also the land, you know, the new world, Christopher Columbus discovered a new world, but did he discover a new world because it was people already here, so he wasn't the first person here. So what he did, he came and he seen an opportunity, you know, to, to conquer the people, capture the land, and of course, he brought us over here unwillingly, but he made an investment. <laughs> he, he went to work. He went to war on his plan. His goal, his goal to build a new world where there was already a civilization. So he had to destroy that civilization and build a whole new civilization. The concept of manifest destiny, meaning from the Atlantic Ocean, the continental United States would expand from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean, the continent. Because you remember, it just started off along the East Coast. That's now freezing. Right. <laughs> freezing, you know, with this severe weather. But that uh, manifest destiny was 
the white man's burden. I mean, it, it was his responsibility to civilize the savage and build a new world mm. on our backs, of course, on our blood, sweat, and tears, and suffering. But uh, with that idea, the white man's burden, white supremacy, he was successful at working his plan and building his world. Now his world, we know, is in decline, you know? And as we rise, the world of white supremacy implodes. And that's what we see in the resurrection. But we're here to talk about business. Because after the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, they entered the promised land. And uh, that's another central theme. They wasn't able to build a new world without land. And then all of the, the raw materials, the natural resources, was the foundation for all of the goods or products, crops. You know, some of the first crops that was produced, uh, sugarcane, uh, tobacco, cotton. You know, these are original crops that they that they from agriculture, they were from from farming the land, working the land. They were able to produce these crops and put them on the world market for trade. They traded the uh, goods up into Europe. Europe, they set up uh, manufacturing, and then they produce goods that they traded for the uh, produce of the, the new world. And uh, they took guns and horses or whatever <laughs> and traded them with the Africans for uh, human beings. You see, the gun and the horse made one tribe superior to, to the other. And so divide and conquer. And then after all of the tribes, uh, the bigger tribes conquered the smaller tribes or the tribes that the, that the European united with, uh, or, or what they do when they want to, they uh, they supply one side with weapons and, and munitions. And then that makes them uh, superior. Then they go and capture their brother as a prisoner of war and sell him into slavery. Uh, on the, in Ghana, one of the uh, countries uh, on the West Coast, the Gold Coast, you know why it's called the Gold Coast? Because they have a tremendous amount of gold. But the most valuable asset that they got out of Africa was us. Mm. Right? Yeah. They made the investment. But they also got the gold. They got the diamonds. They got the uh, cocoa, uh, the, the, the coffee. Uh, they got all of the natural resources that Africa had. We, we, we don't have time to go through it all. But they made the investment. They paid the price. You know, you that's like, an ex no, that's an extreme investment. I, so that's what you're saying. You you talking about for them to build this new world? What did they go through? Yeah, to do all what everything we see now. You go to New York, you see these high rise buildings. Mm -hmm. You come to Houston, you see the energy capital of the world. You go to uh, all these different cities in these metropolitan areas. Mm -hmm. That was started off a huge effort. What they were willing to do 
yeah. to, to establish this. They was willing to decimate people, mm-hmm. you know, whole populations. They was willing to go to an edge of the earth that they thought that they would. I don't even know if that's true. If they thought they, that it was flat, but they was willing to go well, somewhere. They did. I mean, they were they were coming out of the dark ages, which was was a, uh, a period of ignorance. They had a renaissance, which was light knowledge, right? And uh, uh, really, we already knew that the world was round, right? But they was brought into that understanding. But they, I'm saying, they went out into that vast ocean, yeah, like know, let's go out there, you know. And um, yeah, they, they. But at the time, Europe was overcrowded, and and they had the, uh, they had been fighting each other for years, for centuries. They slaughtered each other. It was overcrowded. They wanted to expand. They had these, uh, the poor, the refuge of Europe, criminals. Their prisons was full. The ghettos was full. Mm. So they emptied out their their prisons and their slums <laughs> into the new world. Right. So we didn't get the best Europeans. We got the worst Europeans. Mm. You know what I always wondered? Because they, they took that, uh, I guess they took that initiative to go around the world trying to conquer. Why didn't, I always wonder why the Africans never had that Inclinate that colonial inclination. Like I know the way history went, the Europeans went around the world conquering. Mm-hmm. But I always wonder why Africa, or was it the time that they did? Like why didn't they go around trying to take over whole continents and stuff? Like what's what's up with this world domination attitude? <laughs> I don't even know if that's on topic. <laughs> well, well, I think they were. They had a in terms of of. Uh, I'm sure that the blacks have rules. See. We're not living under uh, African or black rule now. Yeah. But, you know, they need us to believe that blacks are only from Africa. When we, uh, the whole earth was called Asia, and we inhabited the whole earth. So you'll find blacks uh, in India. You'll find blacks in in Asia, in the Isles of the Pacific, Australia. I mean, we were already here. Right, right. We was already on the planet. So we we had civilizations all over the planet. And if you look at the way a, a, a nation is built, you have smaller, you start off with a family. And that family, that extended family, uh, that community, which would be your relatives, come together and you make a tribe. And then maybe these tribes come together and make a little kingdom, uh, a city-state. But in order to have a nation, you have to unite these little city-states. It's like the 13 colonies uniting to be yeah. America. But usually those are, uh, uh, are made into great nations from wars. Shaka Zulu. Shaka Zulu became so powerful because he united. And by conquering smaller tribes or neighboring tribes, he was able to build a coalition of tribes and build his army. Now you have an army. Mm. And the same thing happened in, in uh, what is known as China now. Uh, it was uh, uh, the Mongolian people, or the Asian people. You had uh, Kublai Khan and Genghis Khan going around uh, uh, I heard invading, he- uh, uh, conquering these smaller nations. And when you conquer them, then you bring them all under one nation. Same thing Rome did. I learned that he, Genghis Khan, 
I heard that he killed so many people that you can see it in the in the uh, in like the carbon footprint of his time. <laughs> <laughs> like it was it was less carbon dioxide because he killed so many. Yeah, <laughs> he was, he was, but anyway, he was, he was we're talking about investments to, to these nations that are in in a lot of ways nations or countries are kind of like companies. They're kind of like. Um, you know what I mean? Like a like a yeah, like America is kind of like a a corporation in a way. But and I remember studying uh, Egypt, mm-hmm. Egypt, the Nile River, and if you look at if you study civilization, what makes a civilization strong economically is trade. Mm-hmm. So the Nile River, when you have a river waterway, you have trade in that. That waterway is the is the mechanism by which they put the the products on that barge on that boat. It's like a transportation. And, and, and that's transportation, highway, yeah. and that, that's how you that's how you um, ship your goods to different uh, countries or nations or whatever, and you trade in your trade routes. Islam was we know that Islam was spread by the sword, but Islam was also spread by trade. Um, the uh, the Muslims throughout North Africa traded with the African uh, nations, kingdoms, and um, they was able to spread their religion. Same thing happened in, in Asia. Um, they was able to spread uh, the word through their trade routes. So trade is very important uh, in, order to, in, in, in terms of nation building. And that's why we wanted to bring it up, business investment, because you have to make an investment. You know, and the stock market is based on um, those uh, corporations raising capital. And these uh, stockholders purchase stock, and that money is used in order to expand that corporation, that capital, that influx of capital. I, what, I, what, what we're suggesting is that if we're going to set up businesses, we we have to make an investment. We have to start with some money. You know, all of the things that you're going to need, you're going to need equipment. You're going to need your raw materials or if you're manufacturing something. But all of this costs money. So you need to make an investment. Like you, uh, you got to put some skin in the game. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to make a and these people did more than put skin in the game. They wasn't just willing to die for their country. They was willing to kill for their country and enslave. Yeah, yeah, they went to some serious like links to That's what I'm saying. I don't even that's an ambition. That's like what? Like you willing to <laughs> Now what, what what I want to talk about on this show is the fund that was established by Minister Farrakhan. Uh, and the Nation of Islam is called the uh, Economic Blueprint. And it's, it's already started. I think it was launched back in 2013. Uh, he began to speak about it at the, at the annual convention, Savings Day Convention, 2013. And shortly after, it was uh, established. Economicblueprint.org. Now, that's land. We, we got an initial... Initially, invest in land, and this, this, I believe that all of the businesses in our community has a vested interest in us acquiring land. 
we talked about uh, the United States. The, one of the central uh, ingredients of the new world is land. You know, because you needed land to do the agriculture. The other part was workers. You needed labor. We'll get to that. But we need land, right? We we need jobs. We, we can't petition Mr. Trump for no jobs. Maybe he'll give you a job once you are incarcerated. <laughs> right. But uh, he's not interested in giving us any jobs. But if we acquire the land, everything comes from the land. And we need to understand the value and the importance of the land. And us as individuals, it would be, be very difficult for us to acquire the amount of land that's necessary for the amount of business that we want to uh, do. Because as a nation, you know, the nation taxes the citizens. And from that taxes of the citizens, they're able to provide government services. The government is financed by taxing its citizens. And, of course, Trump has cut the taxes. <laughs> so how the government going to stand if you cutting the revenue of the government? You know? But we understand that he's going to do a terrible job at governing the country. But our future is not... We're not entrusting him with our future. Um... You, you you can jump in any time. The importance of the land. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like you saying. Uh, so, what are you getting at? You getting at this this fund, right? That's what I'm trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, the fund, the fund. Let's talk about it. We asked him for five cents a day, and we talked about it before when we started the podcast. See, we're not just doing this podcast just for ritual. This is serious nation building, community building. We we believe that we're going to build our community by building businesses. Businesses need raw material. And it comes from land. So that's what I mean. Every business, every entrepreneur in our community need to understand the need, the, the essential need for land. One thing we got to be able to build on that land, you know, if we going if we talk about housing, you need a track of land to build housing on. You need a track of land to build your business on, or build your plant, or build your farm, or build your ranch. Mm. Whatever you building, you need a piece of land. You need a, a acreage. And if we're gonna be a free people. We need an enormous amount of land. We want to start off with 200 million acres. But if we got 50 million people uh, donating five cents a day, it's only uh, 35 cents a week. And that's uh, $18.20 a year. We're at the beginning of a year. So I'm asking everybody to listen to the business building blocks to support the economicblueprint.org. Go ahead and just pay the $18.20 off for the year. Just make it 20 Because the sooner we do this, the sooner we can get the land that's necessary to be a basis for economic uh, development in 
the black community. I recently learned that, you know how everybody, a big problem people have with, uh, we're talking about land and, and food and everything, a lot of people have an issue with the way we get meat in this country to mm-hmm. where it's like super factory farming. Uh, they keep these animals in small cages where they just can't move and living in their own feces and stuff like that. And they basically just live in the dyes. Like, mm-hmm. And it's just not healthy. It's not necessarily good for you. And uh, I think this is an opportunity for us to take control of what, of our own food and what goes mm-hmm. into our body. But I, I learned recently that the reason that this has been implemented, like this, these mega farms where they're using all these pest, pesticides and stuff like that. They came up with all this grafting and putting these plants with this plant. Genetic so that they, modification. Yeah, genetically modifying all these vegetables and stuff. The reason they did that is because in World War, I think, one, uh, when they were fighting Europe, a lot of those countries were suffering because they ran out of food. Like, a lot of these countries in war were falling short because because of the food shortage. shortage. And they were and people were starving to death. So they were worried about if America gets another war, what if we run out of food? Mm-hmm. So they start ramping up all these different methods to to make these super mega ranches and farms and stuff mm-hmm. and, and keep livestock alive and make them grow faster and stuff mm-hmm. like that to keep them alive. But I think when we go forward, we can do this in a cleaner way because mm-hmm. I think this system is far gone already. There's no way yeah. to pull that back. They're making too much money, and they've basically given us disease off this. They get, they're putting profits over health, yeah. over, over the— um, health of the people or the environment. And as, as they contaminate the environment, they contaminate the human population as well as animal and plant life. And so it won't be sustainable in the future. We talk about global uh, climate change and how the climate affects um, everything. But but just being able to grow food in this stretch of land, they're using uh, Roundup. Roundup, they're spraying Roundup, which is a chemical agent to uh, retard the growth of your of grass, yeah, or weeds. They consider it to be weeds, but any plant can be considered a weed. So if you spray this on our food supply, and then we ingest it, now the chemicals is causing us to have cancer and all these other health effects. It's poisonous, and they put uh in the meat that we eat, they put a whole lot of antibiotics. Yeah. And those are still in there when you eat it, and then it kills your your bacteria and you. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and we uh, we've been talking about that a lot, like the bacteria that you need. Mm-hmm. So it, we die from that too. Yeah, and I think we we, uh, we overly uh, we can t- c- come immune to the the the, the uh, what you call them antibodies. Uh, uh, oh oh uh, the. No, you're talking about, like, pandemics. Like, I mean, we become immune. Yeah, we, we, because we're be- being injected with all of these things, we're eating it. So when we get sick, they can't give us that same antibiotic. Yeah, because now we're, we're immune. Already, we're already immune to it. So then, yeah, the bad yeah. bacteria, you be, create these super yeah. bacteria that are negative. And then, like, but also, what I, what I learned that from the war, that they was making this food to support the country in case something, you know, horrible happens, like an atomic bomb drops or something, mm-hmm. and we got food to last. But we should look at that as, from our perspective, what if they decide they're going to cut us off from food? What mm. if ain't no food coming to our community no more? Who going to feed and, us? And we, we suffering from that now because of what's called food deserts. Yeah. We talked about New Waters. New Waters in the Houston area, Houston, Texas, there's a black-owned food co-op. 
and grocery store in the black community uh, was uh, at Elgin and Emancipation Avenue. It's called New Waters Co-op. Support Co-op. It's in the it's in the food desert. There's no other grocery store in that area. It's a historical black community with no grocery store because they're not interested in feeding us. There's no grocery store in, in walking distance. So, but there's organic fruits and vegetables produced from our urban garden right here in the city. There, there's a, a several acre on the northeast side of town. Um, urban garden where it's locally produced. So it's healthy for us. We need to we need to invest. Now that's another thing about the investment. We need to invest in what we advocating. We need to support what we advocating with our dollars. If I'm not personally working the field of Muhammad Farms or the New Water Urban Garden, if I'm not out there working the farm, I need to support those who are doing that labor. They're doing that hard work, that task. They're tilling the soil. That's a hard job. We did it before we ran We ran to the cities. Now, someone else, we're allowing someone else to do it. But if those in our community running a farm, running a garden, we we should uh, support that. Yeah. Cause that, cause it's kind of like yours. You ever hear? I heard these this woman talking to uh, to this gentleman she was with, and they were talking about restaurants that they have. And she was like, "Oh, I forgot what restaurant. We'll just use Canes or something like that." She was like, "Oh, we have a Canes now. Right. We, we, yeah. So now since it's in that area, they call it we. That a lot yeah. of us do that. Like, oh, we got a new Target yeah. or something. We this and that. Yeah. We should do that with our businesses." When we got in, say, what's the what's the food market? That new orders. New orders. Now, yeah. Yeah, new orders to go to. Yeah. Oh, we got a new orders right. now. It could be like the Whole Foods in our community. You know what that weeds remind me of? The house slave and the field slave. <laughs> the house nigga, you say, master, we sick. <laughs> he identify himself with his master. Yeah. You don't own the house. You don't own the, the, the plantation. A uh, house slave. So how is it? We got a we got us a raise a, a Kane's restaurant. Yeah, we, we got us a a, a a Walmart. Yeah, in our town we got no they, they got, got the Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, and they you, might you, not hire you. You, you know, just, you just consuming. They gonna catch you at the door. We already see that. You know, mm. <laughs> you shoplift. They got two or three people following you around the store. We need to get capture the market, these business opportunities, because we want to create jobs for our own, our own selves. Bring it up again. All of the foreigners, they hire within their own group. I'm not mad at them. But I'm asking us to give them some competition for our dollars. They set up shop in our community, and they may not give us the best customer service. You know, I need to use the restroom with a restroom out of service. Well, I would like to get a refund. Don't, there's no refunds, no exchanges. That's poor customer service. You see? But, and also they suspect us of stealing. You know? Uh, they treat us like animals. In all of the major cities, they got the bulletproof glass right there. And they serve you through a slot. And the, <laughs> bullet, 
bulletproof glass <laughs> because they treat you like an animal. You're an animal. Yeah. And I'm a... Uh, <laughs> Let's play what, what they say, white devil's advocate. <laughs> but what they, to play devil's advocate, sometimes they may have been robbed. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing we need to stop doing as a community. When a black company comes up, because this recently happened in Houston, mm-hmm. the caffeine coffee shop, we can't rob our own business. We talking yeah, about don't supporting. Don't go hit them up. Like, don't rob us. <laughs> Ask them for a job. What's up with that? I mean, you know, how much money are you going to make anyway oh. robbing anybody? That's not a life to live. Uh, but we run out of options. Yeah. When we, we can't get a job legitimately, then we try to do it illegitimately, and that's when the crime becomes, uh, I, I'm just out here trying to eat. Yeah. Well, listen, listen, the brother was at the store begging, and the, the they had cases of water stacked at the front of the gas station. And the, the brother said, hey, preacher, let me hold some money. I said, brother, why don't you get a case of water, go on the block and start selling? The water costs three, four dollars a case. But then you can sell the, the bottles, individual bottles, for one or two dollars a bottle in Houston. They mm-hmm. do it every day. You know, he could come up off that one that one initial investment of about four, four, five dollars. He can come up off of that. If we are willing to sell, we're willing to work, we're willing to be productive. We got to get out of the mind of a result of criminal activity or begging. Let's become builders instead of beggars. And that's what we're, we're taught by the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, by Minister Farrakhan, in the Nation of Islam. To be independent is to accept the responsibility to do things for ourselves. You know, uh, some people call it self-help. Now, let's start thinking. Now your mind becomes begin to turn. What is it that I can do to earn a dollar to 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 produce something? Or what service could I provide that's needed? I heard the Latin root of entrepreneur means like creating something from nothing. Yeah. So that's the power of our minds. You can have nothing around you and then wheels can start turning. Yeah. And all of a sudden you got something and it's like you know what I mean? Like, you got to put like that work show. in. The other thing I want to talk about was this show. Yeah. Now, we're advocating business building blocks. The the building blocks of business, the way brother, our brother, international representative uh, Akbar Muhammad said. Uh, we're talking about the building blocks of business. Now, if you see value in that, in, in the business building blocks, then it's incumbent to support the show. And there's various ways you can support the show. You can start by supporting the sponsors. Nation Products is one of our sponsors. Wazir Music is a sponsor. You know, support the sponsors that support the business building block. That's how we pay the bills. But also, we have social media pages where, we, where we're trying to get the message out. Circulating the dollar in the black community. Right. If we identify a black business then you go and you patronize that business. What are ways you can support a, a black business? You can spend money with them. You can tell someone about them. You can help them promote it. You can share their ads on social media. But let, let, let's do that right now. 
What was that week? Because we talked about your birthday was what yesterday or yeah, January six. We went to a really nice restaurant for dinner. Yeah. Do you remember the name of it? Feeling, feeling something. Man, I wish. We- <laughs> well, um, if uh, my wife or daughter is listening. We'll get that, but it was a really nice... Yeah, we're going to post ads on our social media. A nice restaurant it was and, black and lounge. Jazz spot. They had live jazz. Yeah. The bands was actually walking in when we was leaving. I was finna tell y'all that. Y'all probably saw that, but they have live jazz in there. They have really good food, real quality food. Mm-hmm. And it was just great to see, like, man, this is a nice place. In like, Midtown, Houston. Yeah, the location is central and great and it location. Was packed. It was packed. Yeah, they start having a wait up in there, like it was. Packed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you go in the restaurant, I mean, and and it's just right, and and they had the the plates. The, the the food was decorative. You know how you have the decorative plates. Yeah. You know the silverware, the waiter. It was high quality. The the the, the waiter. Everybody was black. I mean, and then you had live entertainment. And uh, we gotta plug them. Yeah, uh, check out social media. We'll put a we'll put a a link on there. But like that, like if you have a great experience at a rest at a restaurant or a black business, tell people. Well, I'm gonna announce one that we do know of. We do know about the Reggae Hut on oh. Alameda. Go patronize the Reggae Hut. And one of the famous uh, everybody patronizes this restaurant in Houston. Houston is beginning to be known as a as a tourist destination. It's the Breakfast Club. Black on the Breakfast Club. There's always a line. Oh yeah, every outside in uh, wrapping the block every day. I only been there once when I was in high school, and I ain't, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> I haven't been able to go back because the line is always so long. But <laughs> if you want to go get there early, it's booming. That place is like yeah. really good. So, and it's the same brother owns Reggae Hood, right? Yeah, we need to get him on. We need to get that going. But yeah, Marcus Davis. Is a great entrepreneur that uh, owns the Reggae Hut and the Breakfast Club. Uh, support him, um, and he have a, has a talk show on uh, Sunday morning live on one hundred two FM in Houston. Yeah, support his talk show. Um, but yeah, like we identify the bank, the bank, the Black Bank, Unity National Bank. Right on, on next to this is it we talked about last week. This is it, Soul Food Restaurant on Blodgett Street and Unity National Bank, Bank Black. Your church, a mosque, a temple, Bank Black. Your uh, institutions, um, the um, every, say you got a black university, a black charter school, uh, a black church, you have a vendor's list in order where you order your supplies from, maybe janitorial supplies, um, where you 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 have vendors, companies that come in and do service, your landscaping, your trash hauling, um, different services, your maintenance. I'm asking, are those vendors black at your black organization, the black institution? Are your vendors black? You know, you're building a new church. Are you hiring a black builder, black contractor? Are you building a home? Are you hiring a black contractor, builder to build your home? You have maintenance. Every homeowner, you have to do maintenance on your home, roofing, painting. We just had the big <laughs> disaster here, Harvey. 
we should have thousands of black contractors doing that work. So put blacks the center of your economic plan for the 2018, we're going to empower ourselves by us supplying or fulfilling our own needs. It's Yeah, I'm just talking right now, I'm thinking of so many different in- industries that exist that we spend money in that we're not really participating in at the level that we could. Or maybe I'm just not aware of it, but seek it out. Like, cause yeah. say, I, I would like to buy like black, like hygiene stuff, like soap and all this kind of yeah. stuff. I don't know where those places are, but it's an opportunity for that. You know what yeah. I mean? But what we're like talking we about. We're talking about skin and hair care products. If we can open up beauty and barbershops, we should be able to open up beauty supply. Yeah. That supply us, our hair and skin needs, care needs, hair care needs, hygiene needs. We can supply those. Freedom Paper is one that uh, has the uh, toilet tissue. Uh, Freedom Paper. Yeah. Um, but if you visit our, the business building blocks group, has become a marketplace. Uh, so we, you can, you can join the group and you can post your ads. And we, be, we need to begin to support one another and post that. We was doing that the Black Business Challenge. Uh, I think last year it kind of fizzled out. You go and spend uh, nineteen dollars with a black business, twenty bucks, but one dollar you go and give to a charity, a black charity. Um. And I could have gave a dollar to this homeless brother. But the advice, build instead of beg. Build instead of beg. Whenever I look at these uh, foreign markets, they may be having an outdoor market. You may have children selling to tourists. But they're always selling something. Marketplace. Man, and we could, man, because I just think about, we are on the rise as a people. If you look mm-hmm. at it from... 18, what was it, 64, 65, when we were... 1862. When we we were slaves and then we got out, and then you look at where we are now. Right. So if you look forward, you can't even imagine where we headed. And I I just hope that as we go forward, and I think us as a people are a little bit, you know... We don't want to really oppress other people like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like going forward, we we could do it in a way that it hasn't really been done in this modern world. Cause it's a little bit evil, a little bit. I don't like. I don't like when these companies get so big that it gets evil. Like I was looking at Apple, and this this student went. He was in college in America, but he was Chinese, so he went to uh, <laughs> he went to uh, China to work in an Apple factory. And he was looking at how they, they work like 12 hours a day. They get one break a week on Sundays. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they and in these factories, they have a net around a building because people are always jumping out the window. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, man, we have opportunities. is what you're describing. And all they do is put one screw in all day long, to, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just like, man, we have opportunity to go forward as we build this new civilization and these new businesses to do it in the in a clean way, I feel like, because the, the there's kingdom, so much usury going on, you know? The kingdom of God is within you. It's within us. And as we, this dissatisfaction being under this rulership now, this unjust, oppressive rulership or governance, this white supremacy, but it's a, it's, 
the governance here is is evil. So as we desire to bring in a better world, it's going to come out of that us. Yeah. We're longing for that. So when we bring our children, our children can produce that reality. And that's another thing we have to do, invest in our children, invest in their education and knowledge yourself, of course. You know, the FBI uh, has a task force to look for black identity extremist groups. Mm -hmm. So us knowing our own culture, our own identity is a threat to this world civilization. And that's why. Because if we begin to learn about ourselves, then we begin to love ourselves. And, and I want to talk about the sponsors. Nationproducts.com. That's where you can begin to pick up literature on knowledge yourself and begin to empower our youth. This uh, publication, Famous Blacks in America, you can acquire at nationproducts.com. It's a word search book, so it's a, a puzzle that the child would do to solve this puzzle. And those terms used to describe the figure, they would learn more about that figure. And in turn, as they learn about their ancestors, they learn about themselves. They are empowered. There's another publication, Chemistry for Children, where we begin to introduce science to our children at a tender age. And, it, and we empowering them because they're getting a head start now, educationally. And when they later on high school level, when they uh, revisit chemistry again, they already be familiar with it. It won't be foreign to them. And uh, they would excel in that subject. Nanning's 19 Recipes is a recipe book, cookbook, with uh, healthy recipes that now you can empower, you can uh, begin to live healthier by your diet. You know, we don't live to eat. We want to learn how to eat to live, you know. So, nationsproducts.com is where you can acquire this literature. And, of course, we're featuring uh, the book uh, A Case for Separation by Attorney Warren F. Muhammad. And you'll learn more about separation. And believe it or not, we've been talking about separation the whole show. Because what we're talking about when we talk about separation is but we are no longer dependent on our slave masters, whites, liberals, someone else, foreigners. Who else we begging to take care of us or to supply our needs, feed us, clothe us, shelter us, educate us? You know, no, why don't we do that ourselves or even entertain us? We talk about Hollywood. We talk about the music industry. They're huge industries art and culture if we allow others to entertain us well they might describe us like uh, as caricatures as stereotypes you know they'll give us an interpretation of our, who we are criminals savages violent you know they may not show us in, a, in our true likeness because we're not telling our own story the hero gonna be super white man it's not going to be super black man. It's going to be super white. Or one the white woman. It's not going to be one the black woman. You see what I mean? You can be the hero in your own story. Shout out to uh, Black Panther coming out. We got to go see that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway. But that was uh, nationproducts.com. Mm. 
Now we would like to talk about our public service announcement. The uh, Final Call newspaper. Of course, black media. That's another power engine. Media is used for propaganda for these large corporate corporations or even the government. If the government want to sell you on a new war, they vilify Saddam Hussein. They vilify uh, some leader, the, the president of North Korea. Oh, he's crazy. You know, he got his finger on the button. But Mr. Trump said he got his finger on the button. He got a bigger button. You know? <laughs> so, uh... You can you can make a character out of anyone you want to if you control the media. You know, and oftentimes, media has been used to vilify us. But if we support our own, thefinalcall.com, and we can get the facts, the truth, not this alternative facts. You, it, it's either true or it's false. We need to make, we need to have the facts so that we can make the best decision. See, we all uh, need to be fed truth so that we can make proper choices. But if we are being deceived uh, in the media, then we're uh, being misled. Let's support black media. And then they firing these uh, black media uh, pundits like uh, Roland Martin on News One. They fired him? Uh, his, his show has been canceled. I didn't know that. Yeah, Roland Martin. Um, and then, you know, they vilified uh, Bill Cosby. And look what the Cosby show did. But look at all these people in, in Hollywood and even in government. Yeah. They perverts. You know, uh, they made accusations, accusations 50 years later on Bill Cosby. But these people, uh, before you can get this part in the play, you got to go meet with this pervert. You know, in Hollywood, yeah, and they, in, in government, he fooling around with his with his staff. You know what's funny? Uh, we don't support Trump at all, but in his in his craziness and wackiness, he's uh, he's saying stuff that's kind of true. But cause say he how he points out that the that the media lies and they attack people yeah. and it's fake fake news. That's actually true, but he's also a liar too, though. Yeah. But it's like, but the truth of it is, is he saying, I mean, the media is lying. The yeah. media does twist stories. You have different <laughs> interests. You know, you have two sides of the aisle. I'm, I'm going to make it fundamental. There's more groups than that in this complex society. But they bars it down to the liberals and, and the conservatives. conservatives. Left and the right. So, the, 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 the conservatives say that the uh, the liberals are putting out propaganda. And then the liberals say, well, the conservatives are putting out propaganda. They all putting out propaganda. Yeah. They slanting the story in their favor. And they and, and really, we're not living in a, a in a democracy where everybody got to vote. Even if you do vote, we live in a republic. You got representative government. Right, right. Your representative go in and, and, and put your legislation together. But... He's been bought out by the law, by the lobbyists, special interest group, special special interests. So if your special interest is Israel, APAC, then they just pay for your your uh, politicians' campaign. Who you think he gonna write legislation for? And you wonder why we can't have uh, peace in the Middle East because they being bought out by Israel. Yeah. Or these uh, 
uh, these Zionists that control the government uh, of, of this government and that government. It's not all of the people. But those uh, interest groups, those uh, special interests, sometimes corporate interests, and then the health of the people suffers because they're not interested in preserving health. Yeah, and, and we... We don't realize all the things that are really harmful to us and how much they lie to us. Like, I don't think we realize just something as simple as sugar. Because you talked about sugar cane being a crop. Yeah. And uh, sugar is so poisonous that we, we don't even realize how bad sugar is to us because the food, the food industry paid off scientists to say that it was fat that was killing us yeah. when it was really sugar. Yeah. And so it's sugar that's really causing these heart attacks. And it's sugar that's, uh, sugar lowers your testosterone and crazy stuff like mm -hmm. this. Sugar does all these different types. It's, it's a huge industry and it's, a, it's, a, it's like a drug. Yeah, it's more addictive than cocaine. We, we are addicted to, to sugars and sodium salt. And we're adding it into the food. Adding it. You don't have to add all that salt. And, and we should use sea salt. Yeah. Uh, a more natural salt uh, that the body can dissolve, but and I think so it's high in sodium, and it's that's what's causing his health problems. No, but sugar is really what's causing these high blood, and we don't even With know diabetes. that. It's diabetes. We know about diabetes, it's cr but it's, we should look into that. Sugar is but really look, killing look, us. The, a lot of the, <laughs> the the patients, the diabetic patients, yeah, their uh, um, kidneys are failing. And they're winding up in the dialysis clinics. And look at the the big growth in dialysis. Yeah. That's a big part of my business is yeah. medical transportation. Yeah. And it's linked to our diet. And then we're drinking sodas. And we're oh. going to supersize the soda. Yeah. You know, supersize it. You supersize the soda, you're killing your kidney. It's bad, man. And uh, we're we addicted to these colas. And, we, we, and one brother, um, he goes to the liquor store and get... Uh, uh, alcohol, liquor, and a big two liter of Sprite. I don't know if he's mixing the liquor with the with the soda. And he said, "I can't. I'm still thirsty. I drink a whole two liter two liter of Sprite." And I'm still <laughs> they gonna cut his toes off. I said, "Man, it's, 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 it's no there is no substitute for water. You gonna lose a toe out here." Yeah, we, we drink we, we drink all these beverages, you know. And and that's what I liked about the restaurant the other night. They brought out water first. We stopped drinking water. They skipped the water and they just go straight to the beverage. And it's full of sugar. Yeah, I'm trying to get out the sugar game, but it's hard because, like I said, it's, they get, they did a, a a study. We come to the end of the show. We just talking, but they come to, came to the end of the story. I mean, they, they had a study where they gave rats cocaine for a while, got them addicted to that, mm -hmm. and then they started giving them sugar, and then they had them choose between the two, and they chose sugar 90% of the mm -hmm. time. And it's like, what are they doing to us that we didn't realize that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and if, you, if, if you're if you in a corporation, you want more profits, sprinkle more sugar on it. Yeah, they're going to come back. Put sugar and salt in it, you know, and also the cholesterol. Yeah. The cholesterol is clogging our arteries. And they putting uh, all this fried food in this vegetable oil when we shouldn't even be eating it as a food item. It's clogging our arteries. Have you ever heard of, uh, well, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should, olive oil is more natural. So. Yeah, olive oil is great for you. We can, we can wind down. This, that investment should be in your health as well. 
So how can people who who we talk about investment? That's the theme of the show. One, the first thing or or one thing that you that's very important is investing in yourself, right? You got to be able to you got to take the time to to sow into yourself because you reap what you sow. So how are different ways that people could start investing in themselves? You know what I mean. The first thing is to pay yourself to save. You know, we're always talking about the bills. <laughs> That's a great way to put that. Paying yourself. Yeah, you pay yourself. You know, <laughs> we, we, we at least put a, put 10% into savings. I don't care what your overhead is. Save 10%. You're going to always, you know, one thing is always going to be with you. Taxes and death. That's guaranteed. I mean, debt. Taxes and debt. So, 10%. Save 10%. And also, we need to earn more, and we need to be more wise in, in how we spend our money. You, you make out that uh, monthly budget, and it's time to start trimming some of the things that are unnecessary. If you're going out buying that 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 uh, coffee from the Starbucks or some coffee shop, maybe you ought to make that coffee at home and save that money and invest that money into your own. Coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. Starbucks was killing me for a little bit. <laughs> I started, I was switched over. I got me a little uh, container here that I got. But anyway, yeah. So I would, I would, I would say that as a challenge to uh, be more conscious in our spending and spend black, buy black, bank black, invest in ourselves, and support those causes that we advocate. You know, if I'm going to say I support black businesses and black banking, I need to have an account at at Unity Bank. Or I need to be getting my car financed there, my mortgage there, you know? Yeah. Um, so if I'm talking about land, I need to give to that economic blueprint, economicblueprint.org. Yeah. Cause practice, it's you got to practice what you preach. It's much easier to, and I think the problem is sometimes, and and this is what it's much easier to rip something apart, tear it down. The oppressive people, let's tear them down. Let's you know they plaster up all these people. Let's get them out of here. Let's you know let's let, you know it's much easier to try to tear down a CEO or something like that that's that's doing something bad to us, which we should. But it's much harder to make yourself a CEO and build yeah. your own in the entity. It's much easier to tear down somebody else's stuff than to build your own stuff. But and we I, spend too much time protesting and marching against. What we're against, yeah, and we're not taking enough steps and investing enough in what we do advocate, what we do believe in. Don't you believe in empowering yourself? Yeah, becoming an entrepreneur, a business owner, a stakeholder in our community. Yeah, and uh, step up. Those who have a dream, step up this year, and let's make that dream a, a reality. And let's use social media to promote it. And if, if if you unite with the Business Building Blocks podcast, we'll share your ad. And also, you can become a guest on the show. You get your hour-long infomercial free, and you can become a sponsor. And we can really take it to the next level. We have to determine that as, as a group, as a family. We together now. Let's make a difference. Let's build a whole new reality. Well, this has been a great show, episode 35. We still right. kicking and pushing, moving forward. Uh, do you want to tell them how they can follow us and keep 
Yeah. Keep in contact with the with the show. Or... We are the business building blocks on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also on Twitter. We are on SoundCloud.com. Uh, we're on YouTube. Check out the YouTube. And we're on Instagram. Definitely on Instagram. And tell somebody about the show. Uh, I'm going to give you a number, 832-258-3061. 832-258-3061. Become a sponsor. Become a guest. Call that number. If you want to become a sponsor, you want to be, be a guest on the Business Building Block Show, call that number or contact us through social media. All right. Well, this has been the Business Building Blocks Podcast. And thank you very much. You got the blocks. You have the blocks. Now get to building. See you next time.